So you're thinking of diving into home ownership and you want to know what the entire process looks like. Well, stay tuned. Lori and I are going to walk you through the entire process from getting pre-qualified all the way until the closing day. Stay tuned. What's going on in Colorado Springs? Are you thinking of moving or living in the Colorado Springs area? Lori Derrickson and Kayleen Zabadek provide you with a local perspective of what it looks and feels like to live, work, and play in the Pikes Peak region. To get their free six-step guide to moving to Colorado, text the word FINEST to 719-639-3393. Make sure to follow them on YouTube. Colorado Springs, what's going on? Hey everyone, it's Lori here with your Colorado's Finest here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And we are bringing you new videos every Tuesday and Thursday. So if you are thinking of moving to our area or living in Colorado Springs, make sure you hit that subscribe button or that bell so you don't miss a single episode. Guys, we're literally getting phone calls, texts, emails every day from people moving or relocating to our area. And we absolutely love it. We love making these videos, but we also love making Colorado Springs your home. So make sure you text us, email us, 719-639-3393. Day, night, weekend, it doesn't matter. Let's help you make Colorado Springs your home. Hey guys, it's Lori and Kayleen here and we are going to walk you through virtually the entire process of buying a home from pre-qualification all the way to the end. And so um, what we've done is we've broke it down into five steps of kind of what that looks like, um, where you need to start and then walk you all the way through to the very end. So. Here's a quick kind of overview of the entire process. So these are the questions we feel that people are asking us when they contact us initially, or if they're first time home buyers, or maybe they haven't um, bought a house for a while, and so they kind of forgot some of the process that goes with it. So the very first step that we like to look at and talk to you guys with is a pre-qualification. And so you, that's the very first thing you need to do is so reach out to us. We have a great lender and we can help walk you through that. And you reach out to like a local lender. Typically, if you have another lender that you want to use like USAA or Quicken Loans, those are fine. Sometimes it does help to have a local lender for your pre-qualification. And it's a pretty simple process. Some people get overwhelmed by it, but it really isn't that Well, in the pre-qualification, so usually they're good for 90 days. And uh, that does not mean that you can't talk to the lender prior to that. Um, Especially if you're moving cross state lines, especially if you're self-employed, you may want to get guidance from that lender about what the pre-qualification may look like. So you can start preparing. Sometimes you have to move money around, make accounts look like whatever, but get that guidance from a lender um, and then they know when it's time to go ahead and pull credit. So don't be just thinking, and also if you talk to a lender and they want to pull credit right away, um, you may not have to right away, especially if you're further than 90 days out. Yeah, so you can just talk to a lender and get an idea based off of you know some of your initial information, um, taxes, um, some of your W-9s, that kind of bank statements information, even if it's verbal. If we can get a verbal, like, um, price point from our lender, at least we can start that start that home search with you here. Yep, and that kind of goes to the to the next. Well, I guess it doesn't really go. <laughs> what is it? Well, I was thinking, well, what, what we can do after we get that dollar amount is set you up on a home search. And 
the home search um, is tied directly into our MLS. We can do a customized home search, which gives all that criteria you're looking for in a house. We can draw borders if there's certain areas you definitely want to stay in, bedrooms, bathrooms, garage sizes, anything that we've talked about that we know is important to you, we can um, set up a custom search and it alerts you each time there's a new home that fits your criteria. So. Yeah, I just I just talked out of the phone with somebody wanting to move here and they are unsure of the areas, they have kiddos and so um, we have to set them up on three different home searches um, until we're able to narrow that down based on different school districts. So they're able to look at maybe more of a southern school district and what that looks like, um, maybe a middle area school district and northern district um, areas so they know what that budget gets them in those different areas of town. So it's been, you know, we can set you up on that and then adjust as we narrow down what you want because everyone is so different. So the second step that we had in our um, video here was to talk about the money you may need when moving right now and especially in our markets. Um, I think there's movement all across the United States so I don't believe that we are talking specifically to Colorado and Colorado yeah. Springs. Um, most of the time what's happening now is homes are going above asking price. And so typically when we list a home, we are pricing at where we think an appraiser is going to put the purchase price of a home. Um, during the process, you're going to put in an offer. If it's over asking price, then you will definitely want to be able to support that gap with cash in your pocket. Um, there, it's called different things, but we refer to it as an appraisal gap. And that's exactly, it's kind of like gap coverage on your car. If your loan amount is higher than the value of the home, then you have to have that cash to support it. So, right. um, and if it comes on at value, and again, the appraiser is what the bank the person, the bank sends out in layman's terms to value that home. And so if it comes back at value, then, you know, if we put in that appraisal gap for 10,000 or 15,000 and it comes back at value, whatever our contract's at, you don't have to use that money. Yeah. So that's just if that gap comes in, if the value of the home comes in a little bit less. So that's someone you may need and you have to show viable funds to write that in. You can't just say you might have it if you have to show that as viable funds. Um, but along with the appraisal gap, um, which is sometimes needed, um, is like your closing costs. And so mm -hmm. everyone asks, you know, who pays closing costs and it gets a little bit gray areas, but typically, you know, the seller pays their closing costs and the buyer pays their closing costs in this market. And as a buyer, we typically tell you to plan between five and $6,000 for closing costs at the closing table. Well, and I'll break that down for you. So what Lori's saying is closing costs, it actually is um, negotiated in the offer that we submit over. So closing costs for a buyer is most of it is funding an escrow account. You will ho have your lender have their closing fee. Um, the closing cost for the title company is usually very minimal, under $250, $300. Um, and then there's a couple other fees in there, like a wire transfer fee, stuff like that. But typically on the buyer's end, it's more about that escrow account and taxes and funding those um, things to, to put your loan in place. The closing costs on the seller's end is really, that's what pays any buyer's agent's commission, the seller's agent commission. They um, pay for title insurance to clear the, the title from the property. Um, they also have wire transfer fees and you know little things here and there. But 
Um, all of our commission as a buyer's agent comes from a seller. So if you're looking to buy, it costs you $0 to use a real estate agent and you have somebody advocating for you and who does this every day, not just two, three times in a lifetime. So, right. So that was our second point is the first one was your pre-qualification and the second one is the money that you possibly need to put down. Um, and that we didn't talk about, you know, you might need a down payment, which is obviously something financially. If you have that, that's great. Um, but we're going to get into the different types of loans here um, as our third point. All right. So the third point of conversation that we wanted to talk about was different loan types. So yeah. there are many different types of loans and discussing your unique situation with a lender is really the best um, that you can do to educate yourself on what loan product fits you best. But we typically work with, I would say, three different types of loans, most of them. Yeah, three in the four. Colorado Springs area, we work with three different types of loans on the, for the majority. For the majority. So number one of those, or A, <laughs> is a conventional loan. So a conventional loan does require a down payment, um, anywhere from 3% on up. Um, a conventional loan is a strong loan. Um, typically the difference between a conventional loan versus an FHA or a VA loan is the appraisal process um, and the pre-qualification process. Yeah, and so the conventional loans typically are stronger loans sometimes here when you get into um, putting offers in on a house. Um, conventional loans are not backed by the government, and so they're backed by the banks, and so usually you're a higher qualified buyer. And so, like Kaylee noted, the appraisals aren't quite as stringent as maybe they would be with the VA loan. Um, so we kind of gave away our other points so that we have a conventional loan. We do have a lot of VA loans here because we have a lot of military coming in and out of Colorado Springs as well just because of our three bases that we have here in the Colorado Springs area, but we work a ton of with VA. We just got an mm -hmm. offer accepted 20 minutes ago with the VA. Um, so that was um, always good. So VA loans are, you know, 0% down. Mm -hmm. um, so that is a, and like low interest rates. I think the interest rates in 2.75 right now for the VA loans. Well, and there's some clauses in there that really protects our military. And so, you know, we've had a couple situations, especially with COVID, where um, you know we were even past appraisal and their orders got halted because of COVID and they were able to back out with all yeah. of their money back because of um, certain conditions that an appraisal <clears throat> loan gave them with their circumstances. So definitely protection for our military members, which is great. Um, the lender that we use, Phil, Phil Wincoop, he does all of these types of loans. He um, you know, some people think maybe you have to go through the VA. Yes, you do have to be, um, what's the word, okayed through the VA, but he helped walk you through that process. Um, but Phil works with conventional FHA, VA. He does jumbo loans, unconventional loans, um, yeah. you know, anything. He, he has quite the gamut of products that could work. Yeah, and he's really good at figuring out what type of loan is best for you. So that leads us to our third type of loan. The third type of loan is the FHA loan. And so a lot of first-time home buyers will ask, is there a first-time home buyers assistance program? There's CHAFA loans through the FHA that you can use to help assist with that. Um, there you have to go through a class. There's a lot of different um, parameters that are put along with those FHA, um, but they're really for more first-time home buyers who might not qualify for that conventional loan. You can have a lower credit score. Um, honestly, they're gonna be a little harder to get 
accepted in our market right now. Hopefully it'll slow down a little bit as far as not being such a seller's market. Um, but they, we've definitely worked FHA chapel loans before and I've gotten first time home buyers into a home so they can start building that equity. And now not every lender will be qualified to do chapel loans. And so you will want to ask your lender um, if they are qualified and able to offer that. A lot of times they say that they will work it and then you get passed out of the office to a third party. So. Yes, chapel loans, yes. Loans officers don't love chapel loans quite as much, but Bill's great, he'll take care of you for that. <laughs> um, so I know this is probably not as quite as a fun video as we normally do, but this is really the heart and meat of you know, what it looks like, you know, logistically, like we love to do our videos on our city and you know what our city's all about. But when it comes down to it, our job is to get you into a home that you love and negotiate on your behalf and work with you through all these details, which we do on a daily basis. So um, we're just, that's why we kind of want to go into the nuts and bolts of it today and what that looks like. So we talked about getting pre-qualified. We talked about your money that you would need. Um, we also just talked about loan types. And then so the next step that we talk about, and we don't want to go into it too much because that's our job. We'll help walk you through that once you go under contract. But what is that process like? You know, once you get pre-qualified, once you do your loan type, once, you know, you have your money down that you need and we have all that situated and we write an offer in a house and you get it accepted, what does that process look like once you're under contract? So typically a contract um, starts, uh, you can do a quicker close than 30 days, but it does really depend on the lender um, and what they're able to make work. But I would say a typical close is 30 days up to 40 days. We can also um, sometimes have lease backs, which is where you close on the property and then rent the property back to the, the sellers. Um, you know, that, that's a whole different thing. But once you get the property under contract, typically the first thing is uh, depositing earnest money. And now your earnest money is refundable um, up to certain dates that are detailed throughout the contract. Um, your very last time that you can back out is an, a loan objection deadline. And typically that's maybe about three weeks into the process. Um, and it could be a personal check. Um, so that's how you can, you know, get that money. Or if you're out of state, we, you know, you can wire it. Um, it goes to the title company. We always um, help you guys get that under. And earnest them. money is just kind of like your good faith. Yeah. Um, you know, you put down money to, in good faith, complete the contract. It's not additional. So you can get that money back at closing or you can roll it into your closing costs, yep. whatever you want to do or roll it, you know, help start off paying some of that loan down or your down payment. So you can use that money at closing for however you want to allocate it. Um, so that was the first part is getting under contract, getting your earnest money in the title. And then we really kind of move into inspection. We kind of like to do inspection pretty quick after you get under contract. Um, we have a great inspector we love here, really thorough, um, reasonably priced and so we look at inspection and getting someone out there to inspect it within the first week um, yeah. and he goes in and does a whole uh, review of the house and so if you're writing an <laughs> offer and you're not like you're like well it has a crack in that wall right here we're gonna take care of that at inspection and make sure yeah. that's okay we can always back out if we get in there and we're like this is too much and that's the reason why we do it so um, quickly after getting something under contract is we don't want you to invest time money um, effort if there's something major wrong right. that you are not willing to take on. And so, you know, guaranteed, oh, sorry, I hit that. Earthquake. <laughs> Earthquake. Guaranteed we don't have those in Colorado. <laughs> an inspector yeah. will find 
a handful of things with every home. I don't care if it's a brand new home yes. or an existing home. So just be prepared. It really is another time in the process when we negotiate through. Right. And so. We can do the inspection usually around $350, $350 is what we budget for that. Mm -hmm. um, and then you also can add radon. Radon is actually pretty common here in Colorado. So we run a radon test. Um, it's a simple like $1,000 um, to mitigate it if you need to. So we do that inspection and then also we do a sewer scope. The test for radon. Correct. Well, the test is 125 and the yeah. test for sewer is 125. Okay. Um, so any level above four with radon is high for a home, but it is pretty common in Colorado. So that kind of touches on your money you may want. I'd say set aside 500 to 1,000 for home inspection. Correct. Um, and then we have after the contract or I'm sorry after inspection we go to appraisal and like we noted before the VA there's no appraisal date or FHA um, with conventional we do throw in appraisal dates and so we have to have the appraisal done by that certain date um, so that's just meaning that you know the bank or who, the VA who's ever funding that loan sends out an appraiser to value the home based off of its condition um, comps sold in the area and will tell us where that home is valued well and I think that's an important Part. You don't, as the buyer, hire the appraisal. It's actually your lender, yeah. and the lender uses a third party. So it is an unbiased opinion on what the value of the home is, and you know they're trying to reflect that back onto what the offer price is and see if it makes sense or not. So if you are um, a cash buyer, that may be an option that you can forego if you wish. So. Right, so um, we talked about you know the earnest money, inspection, appraisal, and then we have a loan objection um, deadline. So that's where we finalize all your loan um, stipulations. So if your rates go crazy within the 30 days of closing and you decide that your payment's way different than at the beginning of the process, that's your out right there. Right, and so then we go to close. And so those are kind of the major steps that we do to get you there. There are also other deadlines in our title, HOA docs, um, so, but those are the main steps when you, once you get under contract that you'll see us walk you through from the time you go under contract until you close. And so our very last one is you're at the closing table, you're getting your keys. And then our last one is your tax benefit. Yeah. Last point to homeownership. A good one. This there tax are now. many, many, yeah, taxes, <laughs> our favorite part. Um, there are many benefits to owning properties. Um, of course, owning a primary home is one of the best things you can do um, for your financial situation. You get to write off that entire amount of interest that you pay each month and there's many other benefits associated. We cannot um, really advise on that. You really do need to check with your tax professional, your accountant, and they can um, let you in on all the amazing benefits of home ownership, but it definitely saves us on our taxes each year. Right. I was just gonna go back to the loan types real quick, but some uh, clients ask us about USDA loans. Oh. Um, and you know, here in Colorado, unless you're gonna go out east pretty far, um, Peyton out east more outside of El Paso County, you're not going to have a U.S. DA loan. Um, I know, like I, for Minnesota, my sister had a U.S.D. loan in her last home, but we just don't run across that too often. Um, we've had a couple clients try it, but they have to be pretty f out east outside of Colorado just, Springs. As far as jumbo loans go, also they just increased what that amount is. Do you remember five eighty four? I can't remember the exact amount. Five hundred eighty four thousand something. Anything over. That amount, not the purchase price, but the loan amount of 584000 and there's some more in there, um, it is considered a jumbo loan, and so rates are totally different. Once again, um, the lender will talk you through every scenario and give, present any options, and you pick what loan is best for you. So, right. 
So that's an overview. I know that you know sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, all those steps, but that's our job. We'll help walk you through it. Your first initial um, step towards home ownership is to reach out to us at mm-hmm. 719-639-3393, and we can help walk you through that process. Drop us a comment below where you're from or any other clarification you need on moving here to Colorado Springs. And then make sure you hit that subscribe button or that bell so we can help um, have you guys see our videos as we go through this year about moving to Colorado Springs. So hope you guys are doing well. See you later. Bye.